Hi, my name is Donna Ritchie, and welcome to another episode of Sip Happens. So this week, my guests are Ivy. Hey, Ivy. Hello. <laughs> and Thomas Ware III. And today, oh, hey, Thomas. What's up? I'm right. here. We're ready. Yeah, ready. ready to go. Okay. So today, we're going to be talking about some sweet dessert wines. Dessert Some wines. of our favorites. The so sweet red dessert wines. Well, dessert's always my favorite part of a meal anyway. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So, what's your favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Oh, cheesecake. That's good. That's good. It's right up there for me, though, with Chocolate Delight. Mm. Okay. I'm with you on Chocolate Delight, too. (laughs) Yeah. Daughter loves cheesecake. All right. So, these, um, what we're tasting today would be wonderful, wonderful, wonderful with with your cheesecake and with your Chocolate Delight. So, we're Mm. going to do some... Red uh, sparkling wines. We're going to start out with one of our favorite Oklahoma wines, and it's from El Reno, and the winery is called Land Run. So you guys are going to like the bottle. Check it out. Yeah, yeah. All right. Got a drum on it. It's got a drum. This is called Native Drum. Native Drum. Native Drum. drum. Okay. So the winery is out of El Reno. And they have a lot of sweet wines that we have. And sparkling wines um, are really good that we have. And so this is has, it it isn't really a sparkling. uh, It's just a sweet red that we have. So we're going to do our famous wine tasting things, right? So we're going to smell it. We're going to look at the color and the clarity. So you guys tell me what you see. It's a little bit harder to tell clarity with a dark wine. Yeah, it's really dark. Absolutely. It reminds me of super dark cranberry juice. Yeah, it does have a cranberry color. Yeah. And flavor. So if we swirl it a little bit, we can check out its legs. Ivy loves legs. Yep, yep, yep. I love the legs. This one looks like it's got decent legs. It's not it's not lingering too much though. Absolutely. And usually with more sugar. Yeah, Thomas is seeing the legs. Do you see that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of um, a lot of the wine that's still just kind of sliding down the side of the glass. Yeah. If you guys were with us and you could see it, and that is, it's these, this is a sweet, so it's got more of a sugar content. So it's a little thicker, a um, little heavier bodied, and then that's what makes the legs kind of hang down. So, all right, so let's do aroma. Hmm. It does remind me. The smell reminds me of like. A cranberry juice. A cranberry juice, juice. yeah. yeah. It does. Or like a cranberry cocktail that's yeah. mixed with something. Like cranberry apple or something. Cranberry like that. grape. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Really good. All right. Well, let's taste then. Let's check it out. Okay. I'm liking that. Hmm. There's really not a lot of bitterness or anything to that. Like, usually with wine, you get that kind of bitterness. That really, you really don't get that with, the, with that wine. Yeah, I'm sitting on the finish. It makes me think of the uh, first Sunday in church. Hmm. <laughs> you know, it reminds me of when you take communion. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. The first when you do it in the yeah. authentic style where you take the wine for the blood the of wine. Christ. Yes. So this is, this is communion wine is what you're saying. Huh? That's what I'm thinking. Right? Native, native drum. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this one is actually a pomegranate flavored Um with Land Run for this sweet red wine. They have several. Um, so it's really a light sweet red. It's, it's been blended with pomegranate. It's uh, got a lot of sweetness. It's got a velvety flavor. 
really good palate, really kind of luscious. So, mm. but they have other sweet reds like a blueberry, a blackberry, a wildberry, huh. um, and then they have a signature red that's just kind of a blend of a little bit of everything. So, and what's really cool that I like about Land Run, and you can find these on our wall, is that everything is Oklahoma themed. So a lot of these sweet reds. Um, if you come in and you want the blueberry, you want to look for the collared lizard. If you want the black raspberry, you want to look for the black gold reserve. So every all of the names have something that affiliate, huh. you know, to Oklahoma. Mistletoe, black swallow, and raccoon are all of the sweet reds. Hmm. And um, so they're really good. I'm hoping that maybe we can get them as guests sometime. Yeah. Let's oh, see yeah. if they can bring a little bit more. I like the, the creativity and the name and trying to tie it in to, to Oklahoma because mm -hmm. it is an Oklahoma winery. I like the, the taste of it, and it's not too heavy. It doesn't feel thick going down yeah. the way some wines can. Yeah. Or so I hear. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. Okay, so I brought you guys some treats to, um, so that we could have with these uh, sweet reds. Mm -hmm. And usually these, they call these dessert. We call them dessert wines just because they are a lot, of sweet, a lot sweeter, um, as opposed to Moscatos that we had last yeah. episode, right? We had those sweet whites, which were a Moscato. So this is on the red side. So basically these are using different kinds of red grapes, depending on um, uh, the winery that they have. But these are some wonderful things to pair it with. So I brought strawberries. I brought two different types of chocolate, some dark chocolate mm. and some milk chocolate and walnuts. So, and one more thing. What else did I bring, Thomas? Pudding. 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 Yes. <laughs> right? Yes. I haven't pudding. seen a pudding cup in a while. <laughs> so let's try something. You guys, let's try it out. See okay. What, see what we can find. Let's see. I'm going to try some dark chocolate. I think I'm going to start with walnut. chocolate here now i'm someone who likes to eat walnuts on their own mm -hmm. so you know i like the taste of a walnut let's see if this enhances it try not to crunch into the mic here <laughs> hmm it kind of sweetened the chocolate up the dark chocolate a little bit like it tasted sweeter that's interesting that is interesting I'll try Thomas's dark chocolate. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing with um, sweet reds is you can kind of, uh, just like we said with the Moscatos, you can kind of take it to the opposite end, uh, like seafood or, or some kind of spicy food, or bring it over to the sweet end. I like it with the walnut because naturally a lot of time walnut tastes sour to people. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people I know that won't eat walnuts unless they're candied or salted or something like that. But mm. this, this matches well with it. It doesn't take away from it, and it doesn't make it any more bitter. Yeah. Kind of tones it down a little. Yep. All right, and I think I'm going to yeah. try the chocolate pudding, a bite of that. See how I like that with the wine. Mm. I need more sample. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like that. The milk chocolate pudding. Uh -huh. I really like that with this. You see, I'm one of those people that doesn't usually drink something sweet when I'm eating a dessert because I feel like it's going to take away from it. Absolutely. That, that's good. That's yeah. really good, the, the milk chocolate pudding with this. And I think that's where the misconception comes in, too, with dessert wines, that, that you need to not have something sweet with it. But it actually just totally uh, 
makes it a lot better. Yes, definitely. Mm. I, I think I'm going to go ahead with one of the strawberries here. Let's see. Now, this is what I think is going to be interesting because usually when you have mixed berry, mm-hmm. you know, more than one flavor of any kind of berry or fruit, they tend to blend and have like a tropical taste instead of individual notes. So let's let's see how that works. Okay. Well, strawberries aren't too sweet, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I like that. That's good. Yeah, I like the I like the way the pudding and the wine goes together. Um, so far, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm gonna try this milk chocolate too. I've tried the dark chocolate and I've tried well, the let strawberry. Me, let me try a piece of that dark chocolate there and see if. Because uh, so far, what I'm liking is probably the milk chocolate pudding. Uh huh. Isn't that funny how you take a, a pudding? <laughs> right. <laughs> something you pack in the kid's lunchbox. <laughs> Mama, just pull that out and pour your glass of wine and you're good to go. Mm. I was good with the milk chocolate. I don't know. That's pretty good with the dark chocolate, it is too. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that's not super bitter dark chocolate. Yeah. You get like a 60 or 70% dark chocolate, it, that's really super bitter. So, yeah. So imagine what that would be. Um, like, the flavor would really be enhanced with some really bitter chocolate. That's kind of my favorite, but I love dark chocolate anyway, so I really love it with sweet reds. Okay. So, these can be great for, like, aperitifs, right? That what you drink before a meal to get your digestive system ready. Fancy word for just, you know, <laughs> pre-meal. Um, but, and... And it can be as a dessert or with your dessert. And then uh, not a lot of people usually pair it with something, you know, for dinner, but you can. Like I said, the same things that we would pair with those Moscatos, like seafood, uh, something citrusy or spicy, Asian foods, would probably go well with these. I could see this with like a strawberry spinach salad with walnuts. Oh, yeah. That would be really good. Yeah. Mm. And this would be great to, um, again, you know, kind of like we talked about the other sweet whites, to uh, marinate your berries in or your um, other fruits, you know, instead yeah. of just doing a sugar mixture. Yeah. Boy, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking a smoothie, you know, how you, you add strawberries, like yeah. frozen strawberries. Throw a little wine in your smoothie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You never know. As yeah. long as you're the mama and not the baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so these are something you definitely want to serve um, ice cold too. So like really ice cold. So I, they we really tried to make sure they were chilled. You want them um, basically refrigerated. Mm-hmm. If you want to stick them in the freezer before you get them out, that's fine. And even though it is a red, you don't have to leave it open um, to let it aerate uh, for a long time. You can kind of open it and get it ready, you know, after dinner or, or what you do. Hmm. Okay, this next one is my absolute favorite. I always tell people when they come in, this is what got me into the business. Right. Wow. What I do. So this is my absolute favorite 10, 15 years ago um, mm. when we got started. So a little bit of history, backstory. Uh, so my husband at 35 had a stroke, right? So one of the recommendations, right, besides eating healthy, exercise, was it was recommended that we have a glass of um, wine every day. They had mm. Red wine, good wine, those um, for it to be a little bit heart healthy for heart healthy wine. Huh? Yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, my younger days used to like to buy one of those box wines for the fridge. And so didn't really drink red wines before. So <laughs> finding one that, 
uh, Scott was going to drink, right? <laughs> <laughs> that uh, wasn't too, you know, because when you think red wines, I mean, what do most people think when they think red wines? Usually they think bitter, bitter, yeah, yeah dry. Like, yeah, really uh, dry. Yeah, um, not really good. So we, you know, we thought the same thing. So we found this one, used to buy it by the case uh, because it wasn't one that we could find in Anadarko because it was kind of a, a nicer wine. It was hard to find. Huh. Um, now, is that a, that's a smaller bottle than a normal bottle, It is. Right? I brought a smaller bottle. We have it in different sizes, but oh. this was one I could grab really quick. Okay. I could fit it in. So, yeah. usually don't see too many of the smaller bottles of wine. It seems like, mm -hmm. like a wine bottle is a certain... Like size I guess, or yeah, shape, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like, it just has to be that that much, like well, like this one. I'm yeah. curious on this one: is it an import or is it? It is. So the land run made by grapes grown here in Oklahoma. So these grapes that you're looking at here have been grown in Italy. So this is an Italian ah. red sparkling wine. So it's got sparkling a little bit of sparkle wine. to it, a little bit of effervescence. Um, so when you swirl goes kind of crazy. I'm seeing bubbles. Yes, mm -hmm. like like we were talking about with Moscato's before. Mm -hmm. Any kind of sparkling. Yes. You know that you see the bubbles and then they settle down, but this thing's got legs and I'm going to assume that means it's it's sweet. It's sweet, absolutely. <laughs> yep. Try it out. It smells really familiar. It kind of smells like has a little bit more of that wine, that red wine smell to it. Yes, yes, definitely. Ooh, it's pretty good though. It's really good. I like that tingles when it hits your mouth. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this has only seven percent alcohol in it, so it's not too bad, um, right? So something you could again drink as an aperitif beforehand. Um, and this is just one of our favorites too, just to sit around with friends. Or uh, me with a book. <laughs> I'm going to sit down and read yeah. a book, and, you know, or just relax, scroll through Facebook and, you know, sit and relax and have a good glass of wine. But it still fits the bill as a, as a red wine that's, you know, heart healthy. Mm -hmm. mm. Absolutely. And the interesting thing um, about red, red grapes and red wine, um, there's just a lot of science behind it anyway. Uh, like the esveratol, I think is how you pronounce it, is some of the antioxidants that you get out of those particular grapes. Uh, but a lot of research I found, too, really supports like Moscato grapes and some other white grapes that still have the same amounts of that resveratol that kind of help with, with that. And again, you know, grapes have great, they're a great antioxidant that you have, um, for your body anyway. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm with the philosophy, everything in moderation. So, yeah. you know. Well, I tried that with the walnut right there, and I, I like it. It's, it, it it's tasted really good with the walnut, yeah. Um, refreshing. I tried it with the, uh, with the pudding. It didn't really taste as good as the last one with the pudding. But with the walnut, it really tasted good. So let's check out the strawberry. Okay, I'll probably agree, yeah, with the pudding. It didn't taste quite as, it didn't enhance it quite as much as the previous red, but it's still, I, I'd still do it. <laughs> I'd still mm -hmm. eat pudding with it if that was my dessert wine. It's because it tastes good on its own. Without That's any, good yeah. with the strawberry. It's really yeah. good with the strawberry. All right, well, let me give me a try here with the strawberry.
Okay. I think that actually enhances the strawberry better than the last one. Yeah. I think it's probably because the sparkling, you know, the invigorating uh, feeling that the sparkle gives it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Okay, let's see. Let's uh, try some dark chocolate. I'm one of those people who loves to eat dark chocolate on its own, too. Okay. I like that. Dark chocolate is the best, isn't it? Yeah, dark it chocolate is. and the strawberries. And so it, seems, it seems to be, with this one, the stuff that isn't as sweet is better with it. Mm-hmm. The strawberry, the the nuts, the dark chocolate, the stuff that's not really sweet. The The other stuff that's really sweet was better with the, with the, the with first the previous, one. previous, yes. Yeah. Well, I wonder if that's because, like, the milk chocolate bar and the milk chocolate pudding if it's a dairy thing if maybe products that have more dairy in it don't I think it's taste more on the good. sweetness level because I don't know if you noticed this one it is it has more of a sweet softer um, taste it's got uh, maybe less acidity it's a little crisper where this one without the sparkling it, it had a longer finish so it kind of sat in your mouth a little bit yeah. longer and it and it wasn't it was still sweet but not as um Crisp, sweet. yeah, yeah. Crisp. There's something, yeah. something about the, uh, you know, the bubbles, the sparkling that yeah. does it. You know, yeah, that kind of does it. So this has, um, I don't know if you could taste it, but it tastes like raspberries, like fresh raspberries. I can get that from that. Yeah, definitely. I'm not a big berry connoisseur, so I'm not really for sure what berry tastes like. <laughs> what. Yeah. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, in my experience, the uh, raspberry, the strawberry, mm-hmm. all the red berries are sweeter. More often than the blueberry yeah. and the blackberry that seem to be a little more bitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's probably true. why you see more blueberry and blackberry cobblers because they add a lot of sugar with those. Yeah. 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 That's true. So, okay. And here's one of the interesting things, too, that um, it's not necessarily that these fruits are added to wines. It's just the way they're fermented and the grapes and grown that give it that... Um, flavor palette for it which is interesting so they don't necessarily have to add raspberries they most wines you don't see them adding fruit too it's just the way the flavors come out just kind of the way it is now is there uh, is there stuff that they put in while it's fermenting like i know like certain beers will do like orange peel Uh or you know there's certain things that bring a different like flavor and note or you know stuff like that is there a lot of additives to these wines or is it more about the barrel or uh, you know how do you differentiate yeah, i think it's more about the fermentation and then the re-fermentation so like when they're adding those in and mm. um like i'm pretty sure land around I, c- I can't tell you for sure but i'm pretty sure on these sweet reds that we've got um uh, I know in this Italian one, it's uh, was it's fermented in stainless steel, you know, crafts that it's, and I'm pretty sure the land run probably is too, as opposed mm. to oak, where so you're not getting that vanilla kind of taste that you usually get when huh. they're oak um, okay. fermented. Uh, but yeah, so they'll usually add it in that re-fermenting process too, where they might add in little flavors too. So huh. See, when we talk about winemaking, I just think of the episode of I Love Lucy where they're stomping grapes. I wonder yeah. if people still stomp grapes. I think they do. Yeah, I think, I think, they I think do. it's a tradition in mm-hmm. in a lot of places. Um, I don't think I want wine from there though. <laughs> I, 
I, don't I would know. imagine Italy, though. It's probably still yeah. a popular thing. Yeah, and it probably is. I, I just don't want to see. It's like hot dogs. I, don't, I just I don't want to watch it get made. I don't want to know <laughs> no what else in there. Just cook it and give it to me. Yeah, Something's I think we won't think left, about that right? that part unknown. Yep. <laughs> okay, so are these two that you carry regularly? Yeah. Better spirits? Absolutely. Like I said, uh, the Rosa Regal, which is made by Banfi, was one of my favorites. So when we first opened, uh, I had a whole end cap with every size imaginable. So <laughs> no, I don't know if we made much money because, you know, I had you're, you're unlimited selling, access selling to, to it. Yourself, huh? So what's the price point on these two so bottles? You know, we talked about the Rosa Regal was a lot smaller. Yes. And it's a $12 bottle. And this is, um, gosh, I don't even know how big this is. This is probably half of a, of a seven fifty. Yeah, this is a three seven five. So it's a half of a, of a, um, seven fifty. So if you came in for a regular sized bottle of the Rosa Regal, the Italian one, you're going to spend probably a good $20, $23 is usually how much it is. So okay. this is one I always say for, you know, special, special occasions, occasions or it's, yeah. For myself, or I'm not sharing it. Yeah, it's mine. a size. I think it's a size uh, bottle that I could probably finish by myself. That yeah. way, it wouldn't oh, yeah. go bad after. I don't think yeah, you would think even hours. need a cup. Definitely. <laughs> so this is one you definitely want to share with good fr- favorite friends, right? Or by yeah. yourself. And then the Land Run, they run pretty. Um, all of their varietals are about the same. So this is about a $12 bottle. Um, and the interesting thing about wine, too, I can kind of give you a price, you know, as we talk about it. Uh, but the price may change next week. It's kind of yeah. wine is really interesting. Well, like actually, all spirits. It's like gas. It, <laughs> it changes um, either monthly or, or weekly or daily, usually by the time we get a delivery. So, um, and it's real fun. We always try to make sure we pass along those savings to you. So, yeah. you know, well, we, we're scraping tags off a lot and bringing prices down, which oh, is, yeah. which is real fun instead of kind of sitting on them and, um, making them. But yeah, so always want to pass that along. Now these kind of, um, fruits and chocolates and nuts and stuff like that, that can all go into one, one dessert. You yeah. Know, like some kind of, uh. Strawberry chocolate delight, yeah. maybe. Hey. Or strawberry cheesecake Cake. with, with the chocolate uh, sauce yeah, or something. Almonds or whatever, walnuts or whatever on top. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So that would probably be, that'd probably be really good, actually. Yeah. Oh, and even God. beforehand, um, I have a friend, she loves to make cheese boards, right? So that, because oh, we okay. usually yeah. start on something, you know, we usually have, whenever we kind of get together with our friends, we usually have a bottle that when we're all coming in and preparing foods, but she loves to make a cheese board. And so the cheese board will have different cheeses that are going to go with whatever we're having. And, um, but they'll also have fruits, some strawberries and nuts, cranberries, kind of different things. So it'd be, I mean, I could see all this on a cheese, you know, as you're coming yeah. in and just kind of snacking. Just like on yeah. a tray there, huh? That yeah. That is, yeah, that's pretty good. Man. That sounds like the kind of tray I make at home when I'm just snacking around. I mean, I do <laughs> that all the time. Just add some wine to it now. Yeah, Absolutely. I, I do that all the time, cut up some cheese and some summer sausage yeah. and, you know. So, yeah. and again, this, like, this Banfi is a great one that you can um, pair with seafood or cheese, um, anything spicy, anything chocolate. Um, and the cool thing, um, I can't remember right offhand the grapes that make this Italian. They start with a B. It's an Italian word, mm. right? I don't know even what they would be equivalent to here. But um, it's the same kind of grapes that Julius Caesar and Mark Antony used to send to Cleopatra 
in in their wine. So it was the wow. wine that we made. So ah, and so, so legend has it that this is then hmm. Cleopatra would turn around and serve this type of wine, you know, to her lovers. Um, Wow. Yeah, yeah. I can see why. I can see why. <laughs> yeah. I can see that would be a good gift to give to someone who may not normally drink wine because they're afraid of the of not liking it because of yeah. bitterness. Yeah. It'd probably be a good starter wine for someone. Yeah. Well, you know, I I really I think I probably prefer the native drum. Um it seemed like a little cleaner finish. Mm-hmm. Um I, I just really like that uh this the I guess the smoothness or I mean there's there there wasn't a lot of that that tart, bitter red wine taste yeah. that you usually get with red wines. I, I really like that. And, and plus it's got a little drum on it. I know. It's pretty, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I love it. I love their bottles, all of their artwork. Well, you know, it. I think if you're a winery, especially like the small Oklahoma-owned wineries, and I say small, I just mean non-commercial as as far as, the you know, Boone's Farm or someplace like that, some really inexpensive bulk made. Yeah. But what is interesting is the way that they craft their bottles a lot of the time. They make mm-hmm. it very interesting, like uh, the Land Run, the mm-hmm. naming of it, the images on mm-hmm. the labels. I mean, it's a big creative process. So they yeah. probably have people with different talents and strengths in their winery that do yeah. these different things because it's a complete package. You're not just looking at, for someone like me who's going to go in and want a wine that tastes good, I'm looking at the visual. I'm looking at the bottle. I'm looking to see, you know, did extra care go into yeah. the design of this? Is it thoughtfully made? Something like that. My husband is very similar in that he shops by sight. Mm-hmm. So if he sees a bottle that looks neat, like the Rosa Regal, and it might be a little more costly, but he'll be like, huh, but it probably means it's better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's a reason why I can't send him to the grocery yeah. store. Alone. <laughs> he shops on site. Yeah. We eat that way too. I mean, we eat by sight. So it's only natural that we're gonna buy by sight as well, you know, what entices us visually. Oh yeah. And that's yeah. that's a big part of a lot of this stuff. I mean, it's getting to be that way in the culinary arts, mm-hmm. um, where presentation is almost as important as how the food tastes. And I think that's always kind of been a thing in in wine that there's been wine connoisseurs that um you know, have been doing the same kind of thing that everybody's just now starting to do with craft beer and with like, you know, just different things where you see that the connoisseur kind of mindset mm-hmm. spreading a little bit more. Yeah, definitely. But we are seeing a, a really, um, really diverse range of, of um, wineries and breweries yeah. and, um, you know, places that are making spirits all across Oklahoma. And that's yeah. that's really cool. That's one thing that I really like about um, the land run is that it is Oklahoma made. Yeah, definitely. It's amazing. And like you said, you carry these at Better Spirits. I, how many red wines do you think you carry? Oh, a lot. I mean, dozens. I can't even tell you. I, I can't dozens. even tell you. It changes so much. Yeah, there's a, and, there's yeah, a and lot I will tell you, you know, in, in closing, and, and so we had the Land Run, which is a sweet red wine, the pomegranate. It was called Native Drum. Um, it's made in Oklahoma. And then we had an Italian sweet red sparkling wine um, made by Banfi called Rosa Regal. And um, just as great dessert wines. Um, and I will tell you, we're going to cater to to wineries like this. Um, a lot of what you find in our store 
and a lot of what I'm going to bring to us, you know, share with us on Sip Happens with the with our audience is going to be something that is eclectic and not just, you know, a big show. So that's what we've got for you. So come in anytime um, and check it out and ask us and we'll definitely help you. Definitely. Absolutely. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us for Sip Happens. Be sure to catch us every week on Talk Jive Radio at talkjive.org at 1 p.m. Central each Saturday. You can also catch up on past episodes of Sip Happens by visiting the Talk Jive Radio podcast page at talkjive.org. Until next week, thank you for listening to Sip Happens only on Talk Jive Radio, indigenous and independent. <laughs>